Welcome to the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. My name is Ashley, and I am planning my own unconventional budget micro-wedding in the middle of a pandemic. If you don't feel represented in mainstream wedding media, if you haven't been dreaming about your wedding day since you were six years old, and if you don't want to have an Instagram wedding, then you are in the right place. Welcome back to the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. I just wanted to do a bit of a shorter episode this week. Um, As you can tell from the title, this one's a little bit more personal, not so much on the advice side, but would love if you stuck around for it anyway. Promise it'll be short and sweet, and uh, hopefully you'll get something out of it. But exciting news, we have set our date. So I've shared a little bit about my own wedding planning throughout all of these podcast episodes. If you go way, way back to, I think, my first or second episode, I kind of dove into like my ideal wedding day, what our plans were. Of course, things have changed in the 50 episodes <laughs> since then, just the, the way of the world. Our plans have been up and down, but um, we up until this week, we did not have a date officially for our wedding. Um, we have been engaged since October, have been dating for almost six years now, um, and we just, with the way things were working with the kind of wedding that we wanted and the venue being a family friend's, um, sorry, a family member's house, we just didn't have things official, official <laughs> um, until until now. So I just wanted to give a little quick update on where we're at and what has happened. So our venue has come through. We have confirmed with a family member that we are able to use their home for the wedding, which is huge. Um, for a while there, we hadn't, we weren't quite sure if it was going to happen, and that sort of put all of the other wedding planning on pause, which is why in my episode on where to start with your wedding planning, I say you definitely need to start with the venue and the guest list, because it's really hard to do anything else until those two things, um, until you know, <laughs> you really, you know, if you're planning to get married in your backyard versus a venue versus a barn versus a church basement. And then if you want, you know, 10 people, 100 people, 400 people, those are going to be completely different weddings. And it's really hard to book anything else and make any other plans until you have those things set. So once the venue officially came through and our lovely family members said that we could use their home, so, so grateful, so excited, uh, we were able to move on and book a few of our vendors. So we booked our officiant and our photographer. And again, I've shared in probably, um, the episode, I think two episodes back about uh, how we're doing the whole thing for less than $5,000, how photographer and officiant are kind of our only vendors uh, besides hair and makeup, just because I'm horrible at those things. Uh, but we're not going to have a DJ. We're not going to have a planner. We're not going to have a florist or any of those other things. So pretty much booking the officiant and the photographer and confirming the venue, like that was pretty much all of our major buckets ticked. Uh, we're not going to have a caterer. We're probably just going to do like our own sort of delivery takeout situation. Um, So yeah, we confirmed with all of those uh, people and officially have set our date. So we are looking at a mid-September wedding. Um, Fingers crossed it is going to be on a Sunday and that was just for ease of availability with the officiant and the photographer. I've mentioned a few times that 2021 wedding dates are harder to book, especially late in the game because of all of the postponed weddings from 2020. And then now in 2021, we have all the, you know, the regular weddings that were supposed to happen this year. Plus there's people who are now postponing from spring to summer or you know summer to fall that sort of thing so basically fall winter of 2021 is incredibly busy so we opted to do a sunday wedding and i'll probably do a whole separate episode on getting married 
on like non-traditional days, basically not a Saturday. Um, though I know in certain, I believe in Jewish faith, weddings usually are on Sundays or Fridays. <laughs> I should, I think Sundays. Um, so I guess for some people, the Sunday wedding is totally normal. We figured it was fine. We're not planning a big dance party, so we don't really need people to stay late. Um, and a lot of our guests will be traveling uh, at least from out of town, or if not out of town, they kind of have flexible work schedules. So hopefully no one's going to have to leave at like 8 p.m. because they have to get up early the next day or anything like that. Uh, so now that our date is set, the excitement levels are definitely way back up. I did an episode, I think episode 35, mid 30s, <laughs> um, about you know what to do when you lose your wedding planning mojo, and that's totally where I was. I just, it's so hard when you when you don't have a date and you don't have anything confirmed. It's really hard to plan um, and to stay excited about a wedding that you're like, I don't know when it's happening. I don't know what to do. There's nothing I can, you know, plan or decide or book or anything like that. I mean, obviously there were some things I was able to get my dress. Um, you know, we could kind of come up with some ideas. We could have written our vows. There, there are things you can do before you have things booked, but it's just so much easier <laughs> once, once the big things are booked and you can actually make plans. So it's been really nice. Um, and even not even on the, you know, logistical side of making plans, but just emotionally, there's like excitement in the air now where, you know, both my partner and I are feeling a little bit more buoyant and joyous and looking forward to things. And I realized there were some other things that I was sort of, you know, getting invested in to kind of distract me because the wedding planning was sort of stalled. So as I mentioned in my baby fever episode, you know, learning more about parenthood and pregnancy and all that has definitely been an interest of mine. Planning trips for the future one day we're allowed to travel again has been another big place I've spent a lot of time. So it's kind of nice to be able to put that all back into wedding planning and really seeing how wedding planning is the sort of like peaks and valleys. You know, there's times where you're really hitting the gas hard, which I think we're in right now just because we're all excited and things are happening. You know, we're hitting the gas hard, making a lot of plans. I'm sure we'll pump the brakes. Uh, we don't really need to go hard planning for, for seven months here or six months, whatever we're at. Um, it was also really fun to share our news. So uh, my mom, the uh, family member whose house we'll be using is on my mom's side. So she's really involved with everything. She knows the space really well. So it's so fun to chat with her on the phone about, you know, even just silly things of like, oh, where should we put the chairs? And, and how do we, you know, make this garden area? look better and things like that. Um, it was so fun. I got to call my dad and tell him about it and, you know, feeling his excitement was really great. Just kind of having some actual confirmed news to share was really, really exciting. And I think it kind of helps, especially in these COVID times when wedding planning is so different and so weird and all of these moments that you're supposed to have, like going and dress shopping and an engagement party and a bachelor, a bachelorette and a wedding shower and all these other things that are supposed to be these like exciting celebratory moments. You don't really get to have those. And I know some people are still doing them during COVID. Uh, we are not mostly because of COVID, but also it's just like not our style, not into any of those extra events. So it's nice to have something to get excited about and to share with people and to celebrate. So it was, yeah, it was just so fun, like calling my dad and saying like, hey, we've got some news. We've set the date and he's all excited. He's looking up flights and things like that. So really, really fun. Um, it's also been really cool to have my partner be so involved. I think now that it's real, that there's a real date, he's really, really excited. And I know a lot of the times grooms sort of get a really bad rap about not being into it and sort of getting dragged to the altar. And, you know, they don't have to do any planning. They just show up and he is being the complete opposite. He must have listened to my episode on how it's the groom's job to plan the wedding. <laughs> it's not just the brides. They don't get to just show up. He's been super into it. He was, you know, on the day we officially set the date, 
you know, maybe like every, uh, every hour or something, he would turn to me and go, Oh, we have a wedding date. We're getting married. <laughs> like he's so excited. And he was the one who wanted us to get started right away. So we've been, you know, designing some little save the dates we're going to send out planning menu items. He'll be, you know, scrolling on his phone. And I assume it's just social media or playing some games or something. And he'll turn it towards me and it's something like wedding related. So it's really, really fun. Again, I think probably some of this enthusiasm will wane over time. Just, I don't think with the type of small kind of casual wedding we're planning, we don't need to go crazy for seven months straight of planning. So <laughs> I will take this excitement while we have it. I'm sure we'll dip a little and then it'll come back in the you know month or two right before when we need to make some more plans. But it's just really exciting. And I just wanted to share this sort of excitement and celebratory moment. I think some of my recent episodes are probably a little bit more down, but I'm going to try to bring some more joy to this podcast. And I hope that, you know, wherever you are in your wedding planning, you also get these little moments of joy and celebration. And even if it's something super small, like, you know, booking a, a certain vendor or trying on an outfit or making a decision about something, just celebrating those like little moments that get you that much closer to your wedding and to your marriage. And of course, there is still so much uncertainty you know, like I said, we're trying to get married mid-September with just a small group, you know, 20, 25 people. But who knows, <laughs> that could totally change uh, just with the way, you know, COVID is, is going. We have our fingers crossed that, you know, everyone's going to be vaccinated and, you know, groups are fine and we can hug people and all of that. But, but we don't know. Um, and we're sort of trying to be excited, but also be a little bit cautious and, uh, prepare ourselves if we do have to go to a plan B or something like that. But we are still so excited. It's happening. And I hope that you have something super exciting to celebrate in your wedding planning this week too. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. I really appreciate it. And I hope you found the episode helpful. If you really want to make my day, you can leave me a rating and review, subscribe so you don't miss the next episode and tell a friend about the podcast. And remember, you can have a great meal without a centerpiece on the table.